The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. So what are you going to get them? I have no idea. I think it's supposed to be a surprise, so I don't really know exactly what it's supposed to be. And I wasn't really given a price point. I was only given a time. Oh, but if like you're not given morning. a... Wait, there's no price point? Yeah, they didn't say a price point. So I don't oh, know exactly what it's You don't want to do. be the cheap person, though. I know, but I don't want... I don't have, like, you know, throngs of yeah, cash but, money. Yeah, but this could go a long ways because it depends on who you have... What you need to do, because you have to outshine everybody, and then you have to win it. I don't want to outshine, but I definitely want to win. Okay, I'll, talk you, I'll tell you how to win it. Hello, right. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on that supporters club link. Six ninety nine oh. a month. The first week is free. We're join so the grateful club. for each and every one of you. Uh, thank you to everybody who, uh, you can tune into the live chat, but you don't have to listen to the live chat and still be a member of the Supporters Club because you get that as a bonus, but you also get bonus material in the archive. And uh, like yesterday's show, we had a little bit of a tech issue on yesterday's show. However, I recovered a lot of it, but most of that's going to end up back in the archive uh, because it's not. We're, we're going we're gonna to leave it in there. So you, we'll if you're a Supporters Club member. Sometimes it throws us a little off kilter when there are some tech issues. and Yeah, yep. And if you're a Supporters yeah. Club member, then you will end up getting that there. All right. And so we also have Mr. Dan Weber is going to be joining us. Dan Weber. Yes, reading the Bible with Dan is coming back. Oh, Dan yes. Weber. Just uh, in time for the holidays. Yes. He's one of our favorite people coming in here, and he does the podcast What's More Metal with Noriko Ott. But his reading the Bible with Dan live show, if you've never seen it, is amazing. And he's bringing it back one time just for a Christmas special. So he'll be in here to explain that. Because he hasn't done it in a while, a has he? He has not done it for a while. Oh, I think that's him right now. He knows the drill. He d- oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so we'll be we'll get on there. So, In case you've always wondered uh, behind the scenes, that is what it sounds like when somebody buzzes up to the studio. And uh, we have that Star Trek alert alarm still because originally when we came into the studio, we did have a landline phone that looked like uh-huh. uh, the Starship Enterprise yeah. that made the red alert sound. And then so like... It just we became just, habit. We just got so used to it, so we downloaded the red alert sound for the yeah. new phone because we ended up having to, like, they started using a cell phone system instead. So. Yeah. We need to get, like, a blinking light because I think we did that because we couldn't hear it when it was happening. Anyway, yeah. behind the scenes stuff. So, uh, Dan Weber is going to be joining and, us. Yeah, it totally throws us off. <laughs> here, in a, here in a little bit uh, right here on the show. All right. So let's explain what's going on here from the beginning. And there are questions already about what's going on. So, Sarah, you have a side job. You know, where you cater waiter and you have some kind of a holiday party today. I do. And you know what? I think that out of this, the holidays, I think this is my third holiday season I've worked for the cater waiter job. Uh-huh. I, I think I've spent more time with the people I work with at my cater waitering job than I have with, like, my outside of work friends yeah, during this entire season. Yeah, it seems like you've been there a lot. Like, I feel like at this point I need a holiday party with my friends than, you know, instead of with my cater waiter people. Like, because I love them. Yeah. They're great people. But we have spent... So much time together at this point. Like, I mean, we, we've spent entire weekends. Like, we spent, you know, like 12-hour shifts together. Wow. Like, we're like nurses, but for, you know, drunk rich people. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good description, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you're feeding them drinks. Yeah, exactly. The whole time. Feeding yeah. them drinks, cleaning cleaning up after them. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you're nurses for drunk people. <laughs> exactly. So, so what's going to go on, though? I mean, you can't not go to your holiday party. Well, of course party. I want to go. Like, I love, and I'm not going to see them for a while because now since the holiday season's toned down, like, I probably won't end up working there for a couple few months. So it gets, like, really saturated during December and then, like, I don't really see anybody for a couple months and then... When wedding season comes back, then I'll start like doing more shifts again. It's being asked: Are you? Is this your cater waiter holiday, or are you cater waitering a holiday party? This is my cater waiter holiday party. Okay, so the holiday party for cater yes. waiters. What do you do at something like that? Because you guys go to so many holiday parties. Is it even fun? Do you just ignore the holidays, or how do you do that? Or do you have your own holidays? Actually, we don't really. Even do you sell- even know it's Christmas at all? I, I don't even know that it's Christmas time at all. Um, well, what we're doing for starters is I think that we go exactly opposite of the places that we usually work in. So, okay. So for all the holiday parties that we work at, you know, they're in these like grand ballrooms and all these like really beautiful, you know, like along the waterfront and all these uh, beautiful places. We're going to a really shitty dive bar. Okay. Like a beautiful, crappy Wonderful dive bar. Someplace where there is no catering or waitering. There is no catering. There might be a little bit of waitering. I don't know. Well, I, I, it's been a while since I've been there. Okay. So you go to you go to a complete dive bar, and then what is it that you're doing at this holiday party? You just go there and hang out? Everybody gets really drunk, or how does this work? I don't – because I think that we've also had – because we just did our wine tasting, our cater waiter wine tasting, like, right. about a month ago. Um, you know, after you've worked like a really long shift, like we'll all go out for drinks afterwards sometimes. I mean, so we've all gone out together several times in the past month. I've, I think I've gone out with them more than I have, you know, like my friends who aren't cater waiters uh-huh. in, in most recent weeks. And, um, yes, yeah, so for this, we're going to a dive bar and it's going to be a white elephant gift exchange. Okay. This is so what I'm are, talking about. Yes. Cause we did this last year and I ended up with like a, pair of slippers that were too big for me or something. Which is because you didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. That's what the problem is. So, okay, there's two different things here. You don't know. You haven't gotten a gift yet. Is that the thing? You haven't gotten a gift for the gift exchange yet. No. And it's in like five hours. (laughs) Is it safe to say it's not going to be the greatest gift? It's Well, it's a white elephant gift, so it's not supposed to be the greatest gift, right? No, because there's going to be one person that will bring... Wait, is white elephant the jokey one or is that... I'm so confused. White elephant's not real. Is it white elephant or secret Santa? Oh, God, I don't know. You don't? <laughs> Do you have a seat? Is somebody getting you a gift? No, no. I think it's an exchange thing. So what we did last time, again, I told you, we're a classy bunch. Like, we all just kind of, I'm, I'm sure that everybody in my caterwater group, um, ex- minus like one or two people, is probably like going to buy something random this afternoon. No, that's what I'm saying is maybe most of you are going to be doing that, but there's going to be somebody that gets a really good one, mm-hmm. that puts a really good gift into the pot. Because that's how every every one of them that I've ever participated in, there's always one thing that's like, oh, that's actually a really sweet present. Like and then everyone wants to go cool. for it, and then there's like the trading thing. There's like the trading I don't understand thing, all of this. And this is where the game has to be played. This is where you have to master the art of uh, mind control. You know, throwing mind, tricks of the mind, and you have to. Uh, try to get people like throw them off the scent of the good present. You have to taint the good present so that you can Can end up getting it. So there's a lot of things you have to do there. And first off, you want to win it. 
And as I've said before, the goal is to win Christmas. And that's what you want to do. You want to win Christmas. I always get the crappy gift. Again, let me tell you, I ended up with a pair of slippers that were too big for me last year. Yeah. And they were hideous. You did not win Christmas. I think I forgot them somewhere. Uh, Everybody wants me to say the word taint again, according to the live chat. I don't think anyone ever needs to do that. (laughs) So you want to win Christmas. Here's what you need to do. In order for you to win Christmas, you have to make others lose Christmas. And that's kind of the thing you, way you have to look at this. Your, your goal is to make everyone else lose. And so here's how you can do this. Well, I'm good with that because I have a little sister. So I remember like trying to pretend like I'm more interested in like a crappy thing than I am. So that she would take it? So that she would take that one. And then you get the better thing. Yes. Boom. You are winning, you're, you're learning the first rule of winning Christmas. Yeah, that's being an older sibling. Well, okay, but it's still, it's, it's part of the rule. So, so what you need to do is when you... Like it starts off, you know, all the presents are there in the big, big pile, and then you, I think you draw numbers, and then you do draw numbers. Yeah, and then the num- you go by order as far as how you pick. So ju- usually how it works is you open the present, like the first person opens, like oh yay, you know, it's freaking candy canes or a something. A jar full of M and M's. Jar full of M and M's. Oh, Greg would like that. That would be a pretty that's sweet. That's winning present. Christmas. That'd be Greg. a pretty good winning yeah. Christmas. So you have that person, and then the next person opens up, and then they can trade. With the person ahead of them. And I think you can trade twice Which usually. Which I hate that because it's so uncomfortable. And then I end uh-huh. up getting mad because I try not to get mad. But I like I never get the cool thing. And every time I've ended up with the cool thing, like somebody trades it away from me. Like or mm-hmm. you know, they can take yours. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they can steal yours. Okay, so there's two different ways you can do this. You can so so say the good present comes out. And everybody wants that good present. And everybody can trade twice. So the numbers game of actually working it out to where it's just you trade twice and get it, pretty slim. Right. Do, you, do you follow what I'm yes. saying? So what you have to do is you have to taint that present. Stop saying that word. And the, you can do it one of two ways. One, you know, it opens up and then everybody's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. You need to somehow say something negative about it and get it in everybody's mind, you know, that it's negative, that that's not something anybody wants. So, oh, yeah. Okay. It's like brainwashing a little. Brainwashing a bit. Like, like say, like, oh, ew. yeah, if you guys want that, you know, something like that. I'm not doing, getting a very good example. Yeah. You know, but you could be like, oh, wow. Uh, you know, that's, um, I heard some really bad things about that company that, that manufactures Oh, nobody's going to care so, about the company. <laughs> okay. It's the wrong crowd for that. Wrong one, crowd then. for that. Wrong crowd for that. Okay. Say, you got to, or you got to make it look not so good. Yeah. So you can do that that way, just like saying something Usually negative I use things. Like a, like, I, I use like oh, those things break really fast. No, I use like a magician's trick where like I do the um, I distract them with other things so that they forget that they have the chance to steal something. Here's the other way you can do that. You mean by you mean promoting, the way that I just said? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> by promoting one of the other gifts. Is that what you're talking about? No, no. I mean, just distracting them. It's like, hey, you know what? It's you know, we had such a long holiday season. I'd love to get you a drink. You want to come with me? And then try and get no, them. No, because nobody gets up for a drink when you're doing the exchange. No, but I have to distract. And this isn't. It's we're really not following some like hard, hard, Sarah, solid rules. Do you want to win Christmas? I don't know what there is to win yet. Oh. I ended up with slippers last year. You I? don't want slippers. Don't be the slippers girl. So okay, so so you can, uh, you know denigrate the present so that nobody wants it. You know, you make it so it's just Sounds like, like, you're like nobody wants it. smearing feces on it or something. <laughs> I mean, verbally smear feces on it. So you're going to make that present un- unwantable. Or 
you can promote some other present as a distraction, but usually that doesn't work. People will catch on to that and be like, oh, well, that's all right, but look at that other one. Look at that. Isn't that cool? And unless it's really cool, people aren't going to fall for that. Yeah. Now, there's a third way. There was a really shiny, like, uh, silver, like, sugar skull thing last year that somebody had, and it had, like, all these pretty patterns on it. That was the, that was the big present. So, so imagine it's this. It. Again, now, I got slippers. There's a third way you can do this. And, and to play the odds so that you can end up, you know, with your second exchange, be able to get it. Because you got to be the last one to to exchange. Like, everybody else has to use up their exchanges. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is play on guilt. So whoever has that super nice present, walk up to them and just be like, oh, I know you want to keep this. Hey, Trisha, really, I think it would mean a lot to her if she ends up getting it. So, I mean... um, uh, just don't get too attached to it and maybe let somebody trade for it. Like, start spreading it around to everybody. Be like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Trisha really, uh, she. By the way, I work really with like nobody that. named Trisha. You know, I think it would mean a lot to her. You know, that's kind of, it would mean something to her. So, I mean, let's all just keep that in mind and maybe none of us will end up with it and Trisha will end up with it. So, get them Wait, in, and onto then, this mind so that nobody's trading for it. Right, and then I trade for it in the final trade. <laughs> and boom, and the like final trade. Asshole. Bam, you get it. And be like, it's mine. And everybody was like, Wait a minute, but I thought Trisha wanted it. She's like, Trisha didn't want it any more than anybody else. I got it. Oh my god! See, that's I'm just saying. I'm giving you different different ways to. I think that we should <laughs> to win Christmas. I feel like Dan has worked in some jobs that probably had some sort of white elephanty thing going on. I would be curious to have his take on it. Yeah, because I want to yeah. know. I don't think it's going to be the same as mine. I I highly doubt. I that. highly doubt it's going to be yeah. the same. <laughs> All right. People are saying Greg's Christmas advice or 100 ways to ruin a Christmas. And Courtney's saying Greg's advice, how to have all your coworkers hate you. But here's the trade-off. Yeah, really, like a $10 like trinket from Ross. I'm not going to lose my friendship. Not everybody ever. loves the Yankees, but I mean, hey, they win. I'm just saying, this is how to win Christmas. That was a terrible analogy. All right, let's that take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> Why don't you just leave the stuff on and we can bring them in. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a quick break podcast-wise, and then we're going to bring in we're gonna bring in Mr. Dan Weber right here on Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Okay. That's, that's weird. Like, I, like, I like the setup, but it's a little... It's strange. It's definitely a little uh, 1984. Like yeah. Got, it is. It's, it does look yeah. like the eye. It's kind of yeah. big brother. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I should take a picture of it sometime and... What's it? Yeah, with the blue light-up cameras. <laughs> yeah, the blue is <laughs> that is disconcerting. <laughs> it is slightly. What did you say about our king? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> we're watching for sure all the time. There's never a time when we can't see you. I wish, so. I wish that I wouldn't have told you that we had video and it was just sitting there like yeah, that. I would just not address. Yeah. It. Never say anything about it. Just be like, what, oh, what are what are these? They're not. Uh, you don't, don't worry about don't those. Don't worry yeah. about that. They're it's not going to be a big deal. That's for my. Corner. It's only for my personal collection. Like, no one else will ever see this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am only – I record it for myself. <laughs> We're not in broadcast. I don't know. What do you mean? No. I don't even know what that means. No, I'm not a clue. I just study this material at home. <laughs> I just try to, I try to see what mistakes you made. And I it's try for not your to ever good. make them It's for your, for your own good. Oh, you guys uh, are both creepy. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> we'll just roll right in with this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, it is Mr. Dan Weber. Hello, Dan. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Dan. We're Hello. happy to have you. It's fun. It's a good time. Uh, it's fun. Good times. Great oldies. Have you ever been to a white elephant party? Yeah, I sure have. Right, okay, I've... we were just talking about it. Sarah's got one. This she, afternoon. She hasn't uh, bought anything for it yet. I have not. 
Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's not really that important <laughs> what you buy, but Greg is trying to like give me advice on how to win the white elephant. You want to win Christmas. I don't. Personally, I I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever and that's done. That's exactly what we were saying. We're like, we bet Dan is going to feel exactly opposite. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I had to do it with my my family, right? Like one year, we did a white elephant with my family, and uh, like I have a like there was a lot of people there. There was a it was like twenty people. Oh wow! And a fucking white elephant with twenty people is a never-ending oh yeah disaster. Like what? Yeah. Well, because like if there's eight, maybe, but like fucking twenty was ridiculous. <laughs> man. Oh man! Because white elephant, like I am doing this right, right? It's supposed to be like something that's like oh kind of kitschy, but like I I think there's like a limit yeah. set. I don't know. And I don't I think everything's limit. different. I have no price. I don't really have anything to go on. There's usually like a price limit, and uh, yeah, I mean, I every time I've done it. Whenever I've had to buy one, I usually – I want to buy the thing that everybody wants to give away. Like yeah. everybody <laughs> just tries to give to somebody else. So so somebody gets stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I don't really want to spend a lot of money. Can I just give them something that I already have at my apartment? I mean I think you can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. You can absolutely give – I like uh, – Because I, I have weird shit all over my apartment that yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily need. Yeah. When, when, for years uh, when my, my sister would do it, I only went once. Uh, but my dad would go every year, and he and my sister had this thing where he would just give her something that involved a boot. <laughs> so every year, he would just put this shitty, like, little kid's boot in the fucking white elephant pool. That's Everybody passes that like off. Like a Nobody, little kid's boot? You know, like, made for, like, a three-year-old. Uh-huh. You know, like the, the <laughs> world's most useless cowboy. Just just one boot, though. I think there's something even more. Yeah, just one boot. <laughs> yeah. I do there's something even worse about that. I have a weird thing with my dad every year. When I was um, probably in, like, sixth or seventh grade, I didn't want to spend any money on presents, so I tried to, like... I was a crappy kid. So yeah. I, like, made my mom, um, like, a shoebox. You tried not to spend any money. Yeah, so I had, like, these... Like these leftover like rhinestone things, so I made the shoebox and I just uh, glued a bunch of rhinestones on this for my mom. And then I bought my dad a Santa candle, a yeah. Santa candle, and he's always like said that that was the worst gift that he ever got. So I mean, every <laughs> your year, dad has told you that. Yeah. So for the past twenty years, every year I get him like regular presents and a Santa candle. So I was like hide it in something bigger. So That's he good has idea. just yeah, he has like a parade of Santa candles at this point. <laughs> a cardboard box with rhinestones. That's what you should bring to this exchange. Yeah, my parents used it's to make the box. mistake. My parents would make the mistake of giving me, like, $50 to go buy Christmas gifts for everybody. So I'd go buy, like, $5 with the gifts for other people and then spend the other 45 on me. Yep. <laughs> and just, like, and just hide whatever it is I fucking bought and hope nobody noticed I bought a bunch of cheap shit. <laughs> All right, so that's what I need to do. I need to find a place to buy some cheap shit. Oh, God, there, yeah, there's... Oh, I could... Yeah, because I don't... I'm not, like, in it to make friends. Like, they're already, like, my work buddies. It's fine. Right. Like, I don't need to try and... You have to hang out with them. Well, I mean, that's a sad way to put it. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. (laughs) You're kind of forced to be in the same place. We're all kind of paid to be in the same place. Well, there's a goodwill, like, right down there. I didn't even think about that. That is where I shall go. That's a perfect – find a toy that, like, sort of works. Mm -hmm. Like – like one of those, one of those like electronic keyboards where only half the keys make sound. You just put that in the. <laughs> yeah. That's a great yeah. Idea. Or a recorder for somebody that's got a little kid. Give them one of those fucking horrible instruments oh. that people played in high, in grade school. Did you? Did we all play recorders? I know yes. I did. I had to. Yeah. yeah. Did it come with a little recorder like carry-in case? Yeah. Remember it had like the like the plastic like flip top. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember it was very that. Fancy. Yeah, I don't think I had that. I had a, like a nylon bag or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I had a little bag yeah. for mine. 
Wow. Yeah, I can't. I still can't listen to one. No, do, do kids <laughs> still have to do that? Do they still play recorders? I don't know. Because we had to. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was in part of elementary music. school yeah. or something. I, it yeah. was like in fourth or fifth grade or yeah. something. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was the the god awful sound, the din oh, of god. of a bunch of eleven year olds playing a recorder, playing fucking Mary had a little lamb over yeah. and over oh. again. I still remember how to play that. Or like hot cross buns. Oh my uh, god, we're old. Yeah, I fuck. I don't know. I uh, yeah. I look at. I Did mean, you, you <laughs> clearly can see video now. Like you I'm not, I saw you <laughs> making reference to like um. There was some image that someone yeah. had made you for um. Uh, Whitney Street yeah, made it for Whitney you. Street made it. Yeah, yeah, for one of the uh, Dan uh, reading the Bible with Dan. One of the first one, the first one I ever did live. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw you make a note. Like I saw you comment on the fact like it's exactly like me, except I didn't realize how gray my hair had gotten at this point. No, I I. Five years ago, it was all brown. Like, there was no gray in my hair at all. <laughs> it took five years of comedy to turn me completely <laughs> gray. It. It's like running for president or something. Yeah. Like Obama, just you know. ruined me. Yeah. Like, right, just right out the fucking gate. Well, it looks great. You know you always look good. I don't mind. I don't mind the gray hair. Like, I know people don't like it, but I prefer it. <laughs> what, do people come up to you and say they don't like it? No, I mean, like, there are people, like you, you know, they sell, like, lots of fucking products to make sure that you can, yeah, you can disguise it. And no one sells a hair graying. No one, no one makes your head. No one. Like I would have done it. Like if I had if I could have found something to turn my hair gray, I'd have done it. All but, right. So now yeah. I know what I'm getting you for a white elephant gift, just for men and a recorder. Yeah, just <laughs> for men. Make sure it's for the like the beard. I really want. Yes. I just you want. Said- I want a beard, a jet black. Yeah. Goatee and then gray hair. Just right. Like oh, which one is which? Yeah. Which one is so real? Many Never men, address like it. Older men in Lifetime movies that look exactly like oh, yeah, that. For it's sure. Like, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. Oh, uh, I'm my, distinguished, but I'm still young. Check out this. <laughs> my one of my favorite stories about somebody that didn't want to admit how fucking old they were. Uh, I was. We were we were at some bar, and it was somebody that I knew, but he he. he he didn't know that he was hitting on my ex-wife. Like, we were all oh. hanging out in the same place. And she's talking to him, and she's like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 38. Right? And then and then I walk up. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? She's like, he said he's 38. I'm like, nah, he's 50. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like why did you pick 38? If That's you had to pick a, like right. an age that's less, like... <laughs> 38 was the number you fell on? (laughs) Let alone 12 years? Yeah. I'm actually 38. I'm like, and that's a random age. It's a fucking random age. And why would you? I've never understood why people want to pretend to be younger because it just means that you look shittier for your age. Right. Well, especially if you're hitting on. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm 25. I'm like, oh, well, that's a hard 25. I'm like, I'm 38. (laughs) I want to look good for my age. I don't want to pretend that I'm younger. Yeah, yeah. You look, (laughs) (laughs) You look every one of those 25 years. Like I couldn't possibly. I could. I, that 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 ship sailed for me a long time ago. Yeah, see, I, I kind of embrace age. I'm like, it's. I don't need to lie that I'm younger. It's no, I don't, mind it. Years. I, I don't mind it. What are you gonna do? I don't mind. I I I like to think of it uh, in terms of like by this point now, I'm like 48, right? And I think by now I'm like lived. Longer than ninety percent of all the people who have ever lived. If you just add, if you look at the average age of everyone, every human being ever, mm-hmm. people died at the age of twenty, like back right. in the days. So, like, with their kids and probably grandkids yeah. on the way. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like they they would have kids at twelve and dead yeah. by twenty four. So I figure I've lived longer than ninety percent of the people who have ever lived, which is pretty good. And every year that I go, I probably pass up another million. Yeah. So it's just like I'm 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 sort of sprinting ahead at this point. Yeah. Like I'm 
I'm winning the game. You're I'm, winning the game of I like, humanity. I like yeah. Dan math. Yeah. Dan math makes no, sense. No, that's a great that's a great way to look <laughs> at it's it. It's the only way otherwise you get super depressed. Was it Rick Emerson that you was talking about with gray hair? He's like, No, that's your body telling you that you should have died already. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I think about. It's you're like, not all right, nope, not to gonna be give living. you any more color. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, I I can I can I can relate <laughs> for sure. My well, body's like, been telling me for a minute now, you should have been dead. Like you whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can't I'm even drink you're... anymore at all. Like, I can't. Like, I get hungover so bad now. Oh, also, yeah. not like you can't medically drink. But like Oh, no. Just I mean, I, I suppose. I don't know if I went to the doctor. They'd be like, yeah, there's a problem. But <laughs> uh, I just, like, I, if I drink, like, I, by the third beer, I'm already starting to get hungover. And then <laughs> the next day, I just can't even function at all. I'm like, I used to enjoy this, but. No, wow. it's just not worth it. Not anymore, man. I, I used to get that feeling. Well, it was when I was younger, but it was when I would drink. Um, I went through an old English phase because I don't know why. I don't know why. Because <laughs> everybody did. Everybody yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. But I would drink it, and I'd be like three-quarters of the way done, and it was the same thing. Like, I just have a headache. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm drunk, but I'm not happy. Like, this is not fun. I used to drink MGD 40s, specifically yeah. 40s. I don't know why, because it would always be, like, warm halfway through. Because, I don't know, it made me seem cool. And mm-hmm. the same thing, I would feel nauseous toward oh, the sure. end of it. But, yeah. sure. uh, I mean, I, don't I know paid you... that guy to, to buy it for me, so kind of drink it. I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's a, do you know who Dick Gregory is? I recognize old, his Old-time yeah. comedian. Mm-hmm. He used, used, was on the original uh, Saturday Night Live. Right. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. So he, I, I saw an interview with him where he has this conspiracy theory that uh, they put um, violence-inducing chemicals into malt liquor, like Old English 800 and St. Ives or whatever, cause like, specifically to destroy the inner urban areas because that's the kind of booze that they peop- that uh, wow. folks in the inner city drink. Oh, yeah. And I, I heard it, and I was like, that's bullshit. And then I remember every time I've drank an old, a 40 of Old English, I've gotten <laughs> right. into a fight. You get like, mad. You know what? I think maybe you're onto something, <laughs> Maybe there is. This is a conspiracy theory I can absolutely get behind, 100%. With St. Ides, did you ever listen to the St. Ides uh, promotional no. album? So they put out I, – I got this from a friend at one point. I had the actual oh, tape. Oh, yeah, you played this for It me. was like St. Ides 94. And it was like Snoop Dogg and Wu-Tang Clan and Ice Cube. And each track was just a song about how much they loved St. Ides. Wow. It was amazing. Like a whole bunch of really good <laughs> artists incredible. were on it. Yeah, I'm looking That's here. Incredible, I'm trying man. to see if I can find it because I, I lost the tape like years ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The store, you know what I'm looking <laughs> That's plenty. I used to listen to this. We would play this this uh, tape over and over. I don't know why. We just thought it was hilarious. But it seriously, hilarious. it's like... Yes, it is. I mean, it's like probably 20 minutes, I'm going to guess. Like uh, front to back of just songs about St. Ides. That's... That's insane. Like, I can't believe anybody made a single song about that violent, that violently, aggressively terrible booze. 
Like, fucking malt liquor. So bad, man. God damn. I, I mean, I certainly drank gallons of it, but... Yeah. I still enjoy a fine malt liquor from time to time. I myself am a Mickey's gal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mickey's is much... Mm. I, I'm better is a weird term. <laughs> better. better weird, weird, weird way to put it, but not just, as terrible. Just saying I'm a Mickey's gal. Yeah. It's, yeah, enough right there. I just like the fact that they made it so that the top was big enough so you could just chug it faster. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, the grenade. Yeah, let's <laughs> just not even fuck around. We know you want to get this through your mouth as fast as possible. Put it in your body. Yeah, We're not yeah. fooling around here. Come on. It should, it, every every <laughs> fucking 40 ounce should just come with a funnel. Like a, like a beer bong that you can put down your throat a little bit so you don't have to taste it at all. <laughs> That's a million dollar idea. That is a yeah. great idea. Like a beer bonging malt liquor was never a good plan. No. That 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 always ended in a fight. Oh. Like, I would always get in a like, beer bonging malt liquor. Sure, shoving match with a friend of mine for sure. A hundred percent was going to happen. Did you ever drink uh, Night Train? Oh yeah. Oh, Night Train, Mad Dog. Mad Night Dog. Train. I yeah. just I can still smell it. I'm trying to think. There was one other. There's one other one. It's like an apple one that turns your tongue black. Do you know? Do you um, remember that? It's not, is it Night Train? It's not Night Train. No, I don't no, think Night it's Night Train. Night Train was like cherry. And like yeah. and purple. Yeah. And purple. Uh, oh, God. There was this apple one that was fucking gross. Night Train, Mad Dog. And it wasn't uh, MD? No, it wasn't Mad Dog, but we drank, we, we came up with this drink when I was living in Bend called OG Slammers. Right? <laughs> you just, you just mix it with orange did. juice. <laughs> Like half and half and just chug it. You know, an OG slammer, yeah. And we drank so much of it. Like the guy that we were part like one of the guys I was partying with would just keep all the bottles and he would he was layering them next to the wall. And whenever he would get two rows, he would put a plank on it and then stack more. So we had it like almost all the way to the ceiling. Like we had drank so many bottles. Wow. His parents showed up for a surprise visit, right? They walked in and they see this wall of shame. And their response is not, oh man, you need help, right? They're just like, oh, we, clearly we're not giving you enough money every month. You're buying this cheap booze. So they wow. upped his allowance. They doubled his allowance, what? his monthly allowance. And then we just drank more of it because. Yeah, that was not the problem. That's not, we were not drinking it because we couldn't afford anything else. We like the shitty We just like getting fucking wasted, and it was the easiest, cheapest way to do it. Oh, God. Ours in college was uh, crystal, like pink lemonade, crystal light, and like a bottle of vodka. Oh, my God. It was so gnarly. And that was before we'd go out to the bar. So you'd just get like, you know, a juice pitcher. Sure. Pour it, like fill yeah. it with vodka. Just fill the rest of it with water. Put some crystal light in. It was basically just pink vodka. Yeah. It was a mess. We yeah. used to drink this thing called... Oh, God. Just the thought of it right now makes me want to throw up. We called it Southern Snapple. So it's Southern <laughs> Comfort in Snapple. Yeah. You know, real creative name. And we would, because uh, we could get away with it, because we were, no, we're just drinking Snapple. And it was Southern Comfort, though, mixed in there. It was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I'm like sure. Kiwi, strawberry, like pure oh, sugar. No. It's just a whole glass of sugar and shame. Jesus That's all Christ. it was. That's really bad. Yeah. Sugar and shame. Sugar and shame. My, my buddy and I, before we would go out at night... <laughs> we would uh, we would buy a six pack of Michelob Dark and a pint of Canadian Mist, and we would play oh, we would play uh, a real thing by um, oh god I can't remember oh that. the real thing yeah, yeah. you too no 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 uh, the uh, metal band they they were they oh, had oh yeah, epic. Faith, 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 Faith No More yeah, right yeah. and by the time that song was over we had to finish all the booze that we had. <laughs> Wait, so, within one song, yeah, because it's like a long song. Right? It's like five minutes. Yeah, so we would <laughs> we would have to we would kill this six pack and a pint of whiskey in five minutes and then go out. We're like, 
I got to kickstart this shit or I'm not even wow. going to catch a buzz tonight. Oh, it was damn. It was. Yeah, oh, no, we it's were, eight minutes long. If you weren't doing the unedited version. Oh, yeah, we were doing eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah, eight minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So we had eight minutes and 14 seconds to kill a pint of whiskey and a six-pack of beer between the two of us. And then and then we were primed for the night. Cause I, and it's not a surprise that my kidneys can't handle booze anymore. <laughs> what was that about being younger where like, you had to already be like shit-faced before you were going out to the bar? Yeah. Well, I, for me at least – it's cheaper. Yeah, I, guess I, I mean, it's yeah. kind of cheaper. Also, uh, I wasn't even 21 at the time, so I wasn't going out to the bar. I was going mm. to a party, and I needed to be able to talk to people, <laughs> and I needed to be hammered to do that. There was no – I wasn't going to be walking into the bar party, like, sober and be like, hey. <laughs> what's up, everybody? What's yeah. up? I was not that guy. <laughs> so. Are you that guy now? I mean, no, since you're not no. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that guy. I'm never going to be that guy. <laughs> Well, we need to talk about um, yeah. what you're doing on the 27th. <laughs> sure. So I guess, why don't we start by saying, because we've had you on the show several times, of sure. course, you're a friend uh-huh. of ours. Um, so how about if somebody has never heard of Reading the Bible with Dan, tell us a little bit about what the experience is like. Uh, it's a, well, the live show is a panel show, so it'll be me and uh, my buddy Noriko uh, will be on stage the whole time. You guys, and your friendship is so beautiful. <laughs> it is. Uh, it truly I is. I don't know if beautiful is the way I, I don't know if that's the term I would use. It's grossly beautiful. It's grossly disturbing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he and I will be on stage the whole time, and then uh, we'll have uh, panels of three people come up, and I'll just read uh, verses from the Bible. And then we'll all make fun of what I just read. And it seems... Yes, religious, this is not. <laughs> no, for sure not. Uh, and, if it, and, it, and it seems like if, you, if you're hearing me say that, you're like, man, that, how can that possibly be funny? Like, there's, no, there's not enough crazy in the Bible, and you were wrong. Like, it, <laughs> there's so much batshit in the Bible. I think this time what we're going to do is we're going to read all of the miracles Jesus performed. <gasps> Wow. So we're just going to do, like, here's all the healings, here's the water to wine, here's walking on water, here's coming out of the grave, like, all that shit. So I we're going to read all of That's like that, the hits. Just all the hits. Yeah. Jesus' greatest miracle hits. <laughs> Jesus', is, Jesus is miracles. Because, like, also the Bible kind of glosses over him a little bit, which is kind of the funny part. <laughs> like, it'll just be like, yeah, so, the, the like, uh, what is it, Lazarus, he raises this guy from the dead. And it's just like, then Jesus looked at him and he was alive. Like, come on, man, there's got to be more than that. <laughs> anyway. There's got to be more than that. <laughs> then, then other times he does crazy shit, like he'll uh, hit like guys, he, this guy's blind, so he spits in the dirt and mixes it up into mud and covers his eyes. I just went mud and like now you can see and it's like what? <laughs> oh All my right. god, I remember How that, that one. Work? Yeah. Why did you do the mud thing with this guy? But Lazarus, you didn't do shit. Like <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta be. If you're gonna be a showman, just be a showman. You know? <laughs> All right, so this is happening, and I'm gonna be back in town. Actually, I kind of want to go. It's been a while since I've. Twenty seventh. You know, yeah, the twenty seventh. So uh, it's gonna be next Thursday. Yep. At uh, 8 o'clock. December 27th, 8 o'clock at um, Helium. And you have a pretty awesome lineup. I'm looking at this. You have, yeah. Uh, so Jason Traeger, uh-huh. Marcus Coleman, Karina yep. Lucas, Alex Rios, Max Fortune. Fortune? Fortune. Okay, yep. yeah. Uh, Amanda Arnold and Adam Posse. Oh, Posse. Posse. Uh, I just added a friend of mine from Chicago who's very funny, Jamie Carbone, and I, I need one other person. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't. I've, I've hit up a couple of people, and they were they're not going to be in town, so I have to oh, find okay. like Kate Murphy's not going to be in town. Mm. I wanted her on there, but mm. so I'll find somebody, uh, but I don't know who yet. I haven't decided. Like I kind of, I think I've asked you this before, but how do you um, pick the three people that you're going to bring out at the same time? Like, is it just uh, random, or do you know? No, like, which it's ones usually are like 
I, it's usually like people who do things. Like if I if I can rig it up right, um, I'll put people up who do things together already. So mm-hmm. like like Adam Posse will go with Marcus Coleman because they run You're Welcome together, and then he'll also I'll put Rios on that because they did Chumba and Wumba together. So there's already there's already like a, 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 a dynamic a dynamic yeah. between them. Yeah, and so. I, I try to do that whenever possible. Mm. Um, sometimes it's just not because they don't. Like, Jamie doesn't really know anybody. So he's going to go, like, hopefully he and I have a rapport. Like, like because I've <laughs> known somebody him. somebody that you I'm, met when you lived in yeah, Chicago? Yeah, yeah. He's a friend of mine from Chicago. He cool. just moved to town, like, a little while ago. Shout out Jamie Carbone. Oh, cool. Look at you. You made a friend in Chicago, and then they came here? <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, had a several, I've had several people from Chicago visit since I moved back. Have you been back to visit Chicago since you I left? I have not, and I've want to pretty bad but yeah. um i can't because i i'm on a contract that doesn't give me any vacation time so i can't oh, like yeah it would cost me so much money to go to chicago because i'd lose money just from not working and then i and i don't actually don't even think i could take the time off yeah well you have so that's happening on the 27th but you also yeah. are still doing speaking of your best friend in the world uh, yeah. Noriko, uh-huh. you guys also do what's more metal together yes we do so it's a podcast and a live show as well correct uh, or, but it now it's a, more going to be more of a podcast for it's now a, it's a podcast and a live I mean it, we record it as a live show where we were yeah uh, it just turns out like Man, it is awfully hard to get people to stick around after a three-hour open mic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, you, we hung out with Randall the other night. That's yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah, it's like, almost fucking impossible. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, we have more. Like, I've <laughs> seen enough. I can't <laughs> be here for one more fucking second. So, Yeah, three hours of open mic is a lot of open that mic. That is a lot of open mic, man. Like, that's – I don't think I've <laughs> – I don't think I've ever sat through three hours of open mic. I've I've hosted. That sounds awful. The worst night I ever hosted. I hosted five hours of open mic. Comedy. Oh my god! Where would that? Where was uh, that? I did. I did one open mic at a, at a Brody Theater, uh, R.I.P. Brody Theater. And, oh uh, yeah. And then I went to Funhouse and hosted another three hour open mic afterwards. <laughs> so I did like five hours, and by the end, I was just like, I fucking can't. Oh my god! <laughs> cannot do this anymore. And one year at Bridgetown, actually, uh, uh, Whitney Street asked me to host the open mic they had for Bridgetown. Oh, was at, that the one at Tinker? It was at Analog, okay. like when they were doing it down. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, uh, but Analog was far away from all the other venues. So uh, I, I hosted it from 6 to 8 every day of Bridgetown. And that's where you had reading the Bible. During that really yeah, hot yeah. summer. That, yeah, that summer, that yeah. Sunday, that Sunday, I did it. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, it was like 100 degrees. Oh, my God, it was awful. <laughs> uh, it was 105, and they didn't have air conditioning in the analog, right? <laughs> yes. So it's like 100 degrees inside of the venue, and they have an open kitchen, so there's like a heating element. <laughs> no one came. Like, like there was there was one day, I think it was the Thursday that I ran the open mic. Literally no one came to do the open mic. <laughs> so I was just on stage what do you fucking around. It's like I just a KJ was on stage who doesn't have anybody yeah. to sing. I was on stage for two hours just fucking around. Like was, I was there an audience I was there? Ta- there was like a handful of people. <laughs> I actually like at one point I was just like, hey man, you ever wanted to try comedy? Get up here. And I just <laughs> was bringing people out of the fucking audience to talk shit. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Yeah, talk yeah, for 15 yeah. minutes. And I, I, brought in, I brought up the cook and the bartender <laughs> from Analog. That's amazing. 
Yeah, it was fun. I did. That, that sounds actually like a that actually. Fun. Yeah, you yeah. know that that Basically year it turned Brid- it into your own like variety show. Oh sure, <laughs> like that year at Bridgetown, I probably I did more stage time than any other human being in that <laughs> festival, easily like by miles. But I, I shouldn't have. Like it was, it should have been very busy, and there should have been a lot of people there. But there, you know. Yeah, that was kind of the lone soldier out there. Is like, yeah, you know, it was everything a, else was analog yeah. was like Burnside. way out of the way, and then they're like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Six to it was supposed to go from six to eleven every day, and then no. When you, when, <laughs> one time, one day I did mushrooms, and that was fun. Wait, you did mushrooms and went on stage? Yeah, do it. Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite ways to do mushrooms is to do comedy while high. Wow, but it's so. Do you much ever get fun. panicky or paranoid? No, no. Yeah, I do. You seem kind of unflappable. Like I, I did, I did mushrooms once at a festival in San Francisco, California, and. Uh, I did. They they needed replacement people. Okay, people kept not showing up to shows. And I was just hanging out in the green room, and they'd come in and they're like, "We need somebody." I'm like, oh, I'll do it. So I did like <laughs> I did like five shows that night, and and the last one that I did was a was a strip show, a stripping show. And oddly enough, my girlfriend at the time's mom was at the show, sitting front and center, <laughs> and I'm tripping balls, <laughs> and I fucking. Got naked in front of my, uh, almost naked. We couldn't go full blown because it's California. What did you do, like rules. a sock or something? I just had a underwear on. Oh, I mean, okay. I I had not prepared at all. Like they just came yeah. out and was like, "We're missing somebody. You want to do another set?" I'm like, "Fucking <laughs> sure, why not?" <laughs> Tell some jokes and take your clothes off. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Fuck. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> she, the, the my girlfriend's mom is sitting in the very front. All right. <laughs> did she stay the whole time? Yeah, she sat through the whole thing. All right. Wow. Just staring, like shaking her head, like I can't. All right. Well, to go way. <laughs> Back to the malt liquor thing, real quick. Uh, somebody posted in the chat. Was it uh, uh, Apple Malt Duck? No, God damn it! I wish I could remember the name. <laughs> that is a, a weird premium, sounding yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, premium malt yeah. liquor flavored with apple. No, it's a. It was, it was like a, a fortified wine. wine. It was a fortified wine. It was. It was not Mad Dog. God damn it! What the fortified fuck? wines? Yeah, Mad Dog. Well, I don't know. Nitrate. My go-to is um, Nitrate. And... Fucking fort, uh, dude. Forty-eight sucks. I can't like. <laughs> At 42, I'd have remembered what this was. <laughs> like, at 40, I'm just like, I don't even know anymore. Like, my brain is just shutting down slowly. I'm trying time. to remember, too. Like, because I, there is another one. There's a third brand in, that was in the, around. In the, in the triumvirate of fucking. Yeah. Of Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <gasps> that was it, was wasn't that it? I believe no, so. I think so. But that was an Apple no, nah, what the fuck? Was it Thunderbird? Was it not? I remember I Thunderbird. I think Ken was being polite, because, but he knew that that wasn't right. Well, that one's familiar. Let's see. There was thunder. Maybe it was Night Train. Was it Night Train? Night Train was like, I just remember it being like cherry-ish. I remember purple. Oh, God, the smell. Yeah. I can't remember. I beer-bonged Orange Mad Dog one time. Oh, my God. Uh, it was one of the biggest mistakes. Orange Jubilee? Oh, God. I yeah. think I think yeah. the, the biggest fortified wine mistake I've ever made was uh, chasing tequila with <laughs> bling bling blue raspberry bad dog twenty twenty. <laughs> Holy crap! Doing shots of oh. shots of tequila, fucking <laughs> bling bling blue raspberry. Yeah, yeah, it's the funniest okay. name for That's sure. Pretty solid. It's pretty gross. It is fucking. Why is blue raspberry a flavor? Do they still make Mad Dog? Oh yeah, yeah. Do they Probably. make? Uh, do they make? Booze I think they just call still? it MD though now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, MD twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Mad Dog was that was bad. <laughs> there was the problem with not selling it was the name. Like it wasn't the flavor or making. <laughs> because MD doesn't rough. stand for Mad Dog, right? It stands for something else. I think it's. Oh, it does not. Dog. I thought no, it was. No, I remember that that was. Was that just a made up? Was it always MD twenty twenty? Everybody just called it Mad Dog. 
I thought it was Mad Dog 2020, but maybe I. You know uh, what? Mogan David. Oh, Mogan David. Mogan David. The wow. MD stands for Mogan David. Man, that guy wow. was a dick. Mm. Mogan David was <laughs> Mogan an David. asshole. I had no. I really I thought it was called I Mad Dog. That, and someone had told me, I'm like, ah, you're lying. That's some bullshit. No, but yeah, I think we all just collectively yeah. started calling it Mad Dog. Weird. Yeah, because yeah. it makes you angry. It's, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible product, Mogan David. <laughs> Mogan David, you fucking Mogan psycho. David, you asshole. <laughs> He's like, what if I shit in a bucket and then put booze in it? it you think people will drink it if I piss in this bucket and then throw some fort of grain alcohol in it? Oh, turns out, yeah. <laughs> well, go see Dan. Go see <laughs> Next Thursday. Next Thursday. You'll be back in town. You'll have spent the holidays with your family, and you're, you're going to want to get out and laugh and you probably have an appropriate shit. If you had to go to church over that time. Yeah, your yeah. bullshit religious relatives, you want to fuck with them. Oh, yeah, I have to go to church. Come, come see me shit in the Bible's mouth for an hour for a half with my friends. There's It'll a new tagline. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> shit in the Bible's mouth. <laughs> Reading the Bible with Dan. Go get your tickets right now. Go for Helium Comedy Club. All right. I think, is that it? That's it. All right. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, Dan. Ironically, tomorrow we're having a Boy Scout troop on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>